0: Hey, hey,
1: hey, 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 oh. Hello Choose Love friends, this is Scarlett Lewis, the founder of the Jesse Lewis Choose Love movement, back again with another really cool podcast. I am here today with my partners, Matt Eccles and Ryan Burke of Ty Tech Medical. And we are here today to talk about bleed kits. And these are really important. And believe it or not, I didn't know what these were even after losing my son at Sandy Hook Elementary School and then dedicating my life to being part of the solution and keeping our kids safe in schools. I had not heard of Stop the Bleed Kits. And when I found out about them, I wanted to be involved because they are incredibly important. And there's something that every school should have, but not just school. I think every home should have, every workplace should have, every public place should definitely have And I'm so glad that Matt and Ryan are here to talk about this and kind of help us understand what they are and how important they are. So hello, Matt and Ryan.
0: Hello,
2: Scarlett. Hi, Scarlett, how are you?
1: Good, Matt, you're joining us from the UK.
0: I'm afraid so, yeah.
1: (laughs) And uh, Ryan, you're joining us from Ohio. Where is TITEC located?
0: So, our our U.S. offices are located in Blue Ash, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati. And our office is in Wolverhampton in the U.K., which is about two hours on the
2: train north of London in the Midlands of England.
1: Okay, great. Thank you, guys. Thank you both for joining us today. You know, Thai Tech Medical is an emergency medical products and medical supplies company. Do you guys have masks? I had to
0: ask. No, no understood. We, we've been asked that quite a lot here recently. Okay. And, and fortunately, no, we don't do masks.
1: Okay. All right. I had to ask. But let's let's talk about bleed control kits and what they are and why they are so important.
0: So bleeding control kits kind of emerged from some of our, our large-scale national disasters or, or large-scale shootings that have occurred across our country. Uh, Back in 2015, the White House put together an awareness campaign called Stop the Bleed and a call to action to train lay rescue people to help save lives. And that's really important uh, to have that lay rescuer there because even in the best of EMS uh, systems, which US has some of the best EMS systems in the world, it's still going to take, you know, three, four, five, six minutes for that first responder to get to you. And if you have the right wound or injury, uh, you can certainly bleed to death within that time frame. So bleeding control kits have supplies that will address severe bleeding and, you know, allow a lay rescuer to uh, save life through use of a tourniquet, wound packing, or direct pressure. To add to that, Scarlett, and Titan Medical's background
2: is in the military and on the battlefield and providing that single-use pre-hospital trauma care. Now, with civilians receiving military-style injuries, we've brought that into that civilian space. We think that's really important what is becoming a common term the zero responder or the the layperson as ryan referred to them as being able to to stop the bleed before the cavalry arrives
1: wow Uh, and i just want to sit with that for one minute because i experienced that and it might interest people to know that it took the first responders seven minutes to get into sandy hook elementary school they were there before that but they don't know what's going on when they get there or where the perpetrator is so
2: that the situation has to be stabilized before the paramedics can go in and start to treat people
1: right and that wasn't the paramedics by the way that was the state troopers that got there first and a lot of times the shooter kills himself when he hears the sirens and it was no different at Sandy Hook Elementary School. So all the shooting was already done. And God, just to say, you know, we're we're having our kids experience battlefield wounds in schools. I don't know. I just had to sit with that for one minute because I know that. But to hear you say that is just heartbreaking.
0: Well, unfortunately, you know, through war, there's a lot of things we learn on the medical side and a lot of uh, trauma knowledge and understanding is gained through that Uh, when i first started my career in ems tourniquets were uh, a no-go basically we were taught if you applied a tourniquet you might save a life but they're certainly going to lose their limb and we know now that is just absolutely not so that was an old stigma that kind of came about and World War One, where soldiers were getting injured, they were applying essentially civil war tourniquets and leaving them in a the trench for two or three days. Well, certainly you're gonna lose a limb if you leave a tourniquet on for two or three days. But through our recent military conflicts, we've learned that you can safely apply a tourniquet to somebody with little to no negative impact for up to two hours. And even at that two-hour point, it's just minor nerve irritation or or minimal damage at that point. And then kind of going back from what we've learned, you know, and how to respond to these events when they occur, we've come a long way in fire, EMS, law enforcement response uh, from the days of, you know, Columbine, where it was the cavalry, you know, shows up, waits outside till the team assembles and then, you know, all go in. But now uh, a lot of areas are doing, you know, first officer on the scene goes towards the gunfire, and then the medical teams are no longer waiting anymore for it to be completely cleared or completely safe. They're establishing what's called Rescue Task Force, which pairs law enforcement up with medical personnel to work in the warm zone, the zone where there's no active threat, but you know, could become an active threat area uh, within any moment to help get the medical personnel to the injured faster. So from a company point of view, Scarlett,
2: we've looked at things like terrible situations at Sandy Hook at Las Vegas at Manchester Arena and really wanted to bring our innovations for the battlefield in a package that can help in these civilian areas.
1: So in other words, you have people that are getting battlefield type wounds from semi-automatic weapons and they can bleed out within a matter of minutes and so if you had a bleed kit say uh, you know it's horrifying to think about but in 2018 we had one school related shooting per week in our country so it is our new normal if we had a bleed kit and not necessarily the kids but at least the adults that were around were trained in how to do it and i watched a video last night and it's not difficult you'd be a little panicked when you were doing it but i think you know it's definitely possible and if it meant saving a child's life or your coworker's life you would definitely do it it's just applying tourniquets or it's stuffing a wound but you've got everything that you need right there and this could actually save a life this early intervention.
2: I think you've hit the nail on the head there you know is that being prepared none of us really know until we're right in the middle of it how we're going to react in that sort of situation but obviously having the kit and as you say importantly having the training to be able to use the kit is going to be absolutely essential in those situations and, and just to add there was a, a drive-by shooting over here in london um, a couple of weeks ago and one of our kits was in a youth club near the area and that was used to save the person's
1: life to stop the disease yeah and i think not now during the pandemic thank goodness but beforehand i think we were averaging about one mass murder a day <laughs> so i mean and i'm i'm not laughing because it's funny i'm laughing because it's absurd and of course i dedicate my life to addressing the cause of the hurt that initiates all these things hurt people hurt people so i literally am dedicating my life to addressing the cause to reduce and prevent the suffering that leads to these acts of violence but they're still they're happening now and so i always talk about external safety measures and internal safety measures we absolutely have to have the internal safety measures which are teaching people not just kids by the way how to have healthy relationships how to manage their emotions how to make responsible decisions how to be resilient to the issues that they face in life. But at the same time, we have to be prepared with external safety measures as well because that's where we are in this world. And Stop the Bleed Kit is an essential thing that anybody listening needs to make sure, 100% sure that your school has a Stop the Bleed Kit, that if your child goes to daycare, Or if there's an after school program, youth facility, or when you go to work, you wanna make sure that one of these is there.
0: I agree wholeheartedly, Scarlett. And you know, you had mentioned addressing the cause of these type of violent acts and stuff like that. And here in the States a lot of the violent acts do involve, you know, a firearm Mm -hmm. of some sort. But I was actually and where your message, you know, goes far beyond the borders of the US is when I first started working with Matt, I was actually very surprised at the amount of violence that they have in their country as well. And although it's not necessarily gun violence, they have a lot of stabbing against. Matt, do you want to touch on that at all? Yeah, there's been um,
2: three incidents in this area over the past couple of weeks, even in a lockdown pandemic situation. Um, Knife crime here in the UK is at epidemic
0: level. And, you know, we do focus on these type of horrific events, these horrific acts of violence. But I do have to kind of just make sure that everybody is aware that, you know, it doesn't have to be one of these type of events to where one of these kits can save a life. There are day-to-day motor vehicle accidents where severe bleeding is involved. There are day-to-day accidents, you know, in the uh, workroom, in the garage that, you know, occur there are day-to-day workplace injuries that occur where a bleeding control kit could definitely be put into play and and save a life and i think especially where we are in the industrial
2: heartland of the uk the west midlands where there's a lot of heavy industry that's absolutely relevant because your first aid kit just isn't going to do it for you that's
0: one of the things that you know i really respect about thai tech medical and why i wanted to be a part of this organization because Even though we're a business, we're a lot more than just a business, in my opinion. We genuinely care about that educate, equip, and empower mantra that we kind of stand by as we do coordinate training and we will provide training to individuals, whether they purchase our equipment or not, because we feel that we need to get this out there. We need to get this training out there. Also, if people want training locally, they could also reach out to their local trauma center because the Stop the Bleed national program is spearheaded and kind of led by the American College of Surgeons. And they've instructed their trauma centers to champion this training out in the community. And majority of the time, I don't think I've found one trauma center that charges people, most of this training out there in the community is free and if you go on to stopthebleeds.org
2: you can just type in your zip code and it will throw out all of those trainings that are in your area it's usually in a community center or a church or a house of worship or something like that over the weekend it's free for an hour to go along and you can really sort of educate yourself into how to use this equipment
1: That's amazing. And I know there are online videos as well because I saw them, but I know it's better to attend a training in person and actually do it yourself on dummies.
0: Yes. That practice piece, you know, you train, how you fight, you fight, how you train. You need to not only get that understanding of how to do it, but that actual hands-on will kind of solidify that in your memory. So that way, when you actually have to do perform this, it'll be a little bit more natural and you'll be able to do it
1: easier. And I know for those who are thinking, I would never be able to do that (laughs) because I'm sure there are people listening, thinking I can imagine that I wouldn't be able to do that. I always talk about Jesse's courage, you know, he at six years old stood up to the shooter that came into his classroom and saved nine of his classmates lives. So if he could do that at six years old, We certainly can be present. And if the time ever comes, and hopefully it never does for anyone listening, but it will for others, that we can be present and we can help save lives as well.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, you had mentioned earlier about uh, who can be trained. You know, anybody that has a maturity level, because all kids have different levels of maturity, but anybody that has a maturity level enough to attend a class and grasp the training and practice the training, you know, can be trained to save a life. We've done a lot of classes for Boy Scouts, uh, Girl Scout troops, church safety teams that have all different age variations in those classes. And even if they just grasp to put direct pressure on something, at least they're doing something.
1: Good point, Ryan, because in school, they're having active shooter drills. They're teaching kids what materials bullets go through. And even with the real little kids, they're reading them the big bad wolf that comes into your school and what you do when that wolf comes into the school. So, I mean, they're they're preparing them in different ways. And I'm, I'm certainly not suggesting that you do this for the young kids. But I do think that's where we are now, unfortunately. And, you know, if you don't like it, then be part of the solution to reduce and prevent it. One, by making sure that your school has a comprehensive year long social emotional learning program that's taught with fidelity, because that will reduce and prevent these instances for sure. That having a loving, kind, compassionate culture in school, home, or workplace. Everywhere can precede a grievance that in the pathway to violence leads to an attack, but then also be prepared with a bleed control kit. So important. And I know that we have teamed up through Majid in the UK and we are offering bleed control kits there through Majid, who is our Choose Love ambassador in the UK and really dedicated to helping kids both internally and externally with safety.
2: Absolutely, and it was Majid who introduced yes. us to you through his work with the Daniel Baird Foundation here. Now, Daniel Baird was a young man who was fatally stabbed outside a pub here in the UK, and his mum Lynn, much like yourself, Scarlett, has found fortitude, strength in the face of such terrible circumstances to really pick up this message and run with it.
1: And so we have something coming up in our partnership, which is really exciting. I'm saying it's exciting because it's, it's definitely necessary. May is National Stop the Bleed Month.
0: It absolutely is. May 21st is National Stop the Bleed Day.
1: That's a big day. That's a big day for us. We have what? something uh, really exciting planned.
2: Yeah, we got our Stop the Bleed Choose Love webinar event that's going to be on Zoom. We can host up to 500 people. It's going to be a hugely interactive 40 minutes of demonstrations, videos, talks, Q&A sessions, interactive polls. And we'd just like to invite your listeners to come and join us on May the 21st um, if they were to go onto the Eventbrite website and look up Stop the Bleed, Choose Love webinar
0: event or come to at Meeting Control on Twitter. And, and not only will they be able to participate in all those uh, activities, but We will have our medical advisor, Dr. Dustin Calhoun, who is a board-certified emergency medicine and emergency medical services physician, will be a part of this event as well, speaking on the medical component of the Stop the Bleed program. And when you go to register uh, for this event, you have the opportunity to pose a question to the panel, either Thai Tech Medical, Dr. Calhoun, or the Jesse Lewis Choose Love movement, and have your question answered. So if you have a medical question that you would like answered by a physician on this topic, please feel free to register and ask that question.
1: That's great. And I think, are we giving out prizes as well?
0: One of the things that we will be doing is we'll be providing the participants a, a discount card. If they would like to obtain uh, bleeding control supplies, they can do so as being a part of this event uh, at a discount. We will also return a portion of those sales to the Jesse Lewis Choose Love Movement to support your mission That's as
2: amazing.
0: well. Everyone who signs up for the event will receive a digital
2: goodie bag. Now that we can't do these things in person and we're we're working through this new way of communicating and interacting with each other, we thought that might be a nice idea for everyone that signs to, to get something exclusive sent to them.
1: That's amazing. And you know what? The Jesse Lewis Choose Love Movement will offer a free bleed kit to one of the participants that joins us on that day. How about that? Oh, that's yeah. fantastic.
2: Amazing. Well, I,
1: I believe in the necessity of this and I think we need to have bleed kits in our homes, in our cars, in our schools, <laughs> at our places of work and I just think it's, it's better to be prepared and hopefully you never use it but it's there if you need to and lives are so precious and if you can save a life there's absolutely no value that you can put on that.
2: That's the thing, Colin. we got a strange business model in that we sell product that we genuinely hope you never have to use.
0: That's extremely true. We want you to be prepared, but we hope you never have to use it. And quite frankly, you know, to be trained in how to do this, it takes an hour of your time and to have the appropriate equipment to potentially save the life is only a few dollars. So, you know, it's it's not a huge investment on your part, but it can pay huge dividends in saving a life.
1: Just so appreciative of both of you. You are both such good people and you're doing such good work. And I'm honored to be partnered with you all for the national Stop the Bleed month and day. I'm excited for our event. I appreciate all the work that you do and the fact that you came on this podcast to help us educate people. And I I think it's really important that we are aware and that we know these things and that we can be prepared. Proactive prevention is key. And I always say you can save a life and the life might be your own.
0: Absolutely. And Scarlett, our feelings towards you are identically the same. We are grateful and and very appreciative to be partnered with you and with the uh, Jesse Lewis Choose Love movement. We're very thankful for that. If anybody has any questions of us, they can reach out via email to me at ryan at titech.com group.com that's t-y-t-e-k group.com or they can reach me by phone at 513-247-3362 you
2: know we thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to talk to you on the podcast today
1: thank you both so much for everything that you do i'm looking forward to may 21st and i hope that all of our listeners join us Thank you all so much for choosing love, sending everyone so much nurturing, healing, love, be safe, take care of yourselves and we will see you next time.
2: It's all part of us. We can all choose love. It'll lift you up if you let. Let the